What's goody? It's your boy Woozy back at it again with another episode of the Special Friends Podcast. I just want to quickly apologize about the hiatus that we've been on. We've had some issues with this uh, multiple different things, but I decided to do a quick episode with my man Charles, talk about some things. So it's a real casual conversation, but hopefully this sparks everything to get back on track. And I hope you guys enjoy the episodes. There might be a little audio hiccups, but if we can get past that, I think you guys might enjoy this episode. Peace. I don't know the flavors though. Lime LaCroix. You know, the Lime LaCroix is the most. I mix it with, with the tequila. <laughs> you know, lime LaCroix. I, 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 I'd rather <laughs> look a lime, bro. <laughs> no, for real though. But you know. I saw this tweet. It's like it's like the most accurate representation of like what sparkling water is like. But mm-hmm. they were just doing it. To, they were saying it to shit on the on Lacroix. <laughs> it was like, you know what Lacroix tastes like? It tastes like the static version of whatever fruit you got. Static version. So like you know when you watch TV and it's just this, the static. So you just drinking static lime. <laughs> that's how it feels. Actually, that's brilliant. That's what it feels like <laughs> for real. I just tell I tell my friends uh Richard's mom, I said this shit just tastes like like lime breath. Like someone yeah. ate a lime, swished some water in their mouth, and then spit that motherfucker back in there. That's, that's how it feels. Have you ever had those hint waters? Mm-mm. Oh my god. <laughs> I bought I bought one of them and I was like, oh, it's like a hint of a flavor. I was like, okay, that's cool, it's nice and light. <laughs> And, it's, and I thought that meant like it was slightly sweetened. No, it literally tastes. It don't even taste like somebody ate a lime and swished it around and spit it out. It tastes like. So I got a strawberry one. It tastes like they got a strawberry. <laughs> yeah. They dipped it in like. And that was it. Just let it sit in the they water just, a little bit. No, <laughs> they, didn't, they didn't even let that shit sit in. They just dipped it, dipped it in for like a second. I'm weak. That shit was so like. Terrible air. It tasted like, like you said, breath. <laughs> genuine breath. Hot. Never, I'm never like... again. I saw one of my coworkers going to get one of them. I said, "Don't do, buy that. It's a scam." It's a scam. Don't do it, please. Save yourself. They bought, a, they bought it anyways, and they were like, "Yeah, I'm not buying that shit again." You was right. <laughs> Those shits are gross. Yeah, they're they're not the best. But um, I haven't done this in a while. Let me introduce the show. Let me see. I always forget it. I wrote it down somewhere, and I used to re- I used to read it, but I, I like redid all my notes, and I don't remember what the fuck I said. You don't got your uh, your days of Samiro AKAs on lock. <laughs> Shit, no, the does the days of Samiro AKAs is sick. I, anyway, but before I say that, welcome to the Special Friends Podcast. It's your boy Wu. Um, I'm here with another podcast. It's been a minute. We got a special guest, a OG, 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 quadruple OG, really, OG on OG Twitch, OG in life. <laughs> I, I ain't earned the OG status here. I'm too young to be an OG. Well, I say you're an OG to me, at least. I like that. As far as like my life, uh, my 25 years of life, you've been there for a good eight, ten. Nigga, we are kind of old though. When you say it like that, you just Bruh. said 25, and that made me feel old. Bro, I'm 25, and, like, we met when I was 14. 
I feel like we graduated like last year, like two, no. maybe like two, three years ago. It, uh, Ron felt out like we graduated like um, we didn't meet. We didn't meet. Fifteen. Yeah, we graduated twenty fifteen. I was like, damn, bro, it's almost. We're getting close to a decade. Like we're gonna have our ten year anniversary coming up. Fucking sick. Oh, does that mean it's it's like go back time, like reunion <sighs> time? If there's a, you think there's gonna be a reunion? I don't know. I hope not. Do I don't want to go, go back. I want to go, but I don't want to go. I want to go and be an observer and like, but nobody knows I'm there. You know what? Wait, before I, before I get that far, yeah, this is my man, Charles, AKA. Oh yeah, sorry. <laughs> AKA, what's your name on, on, t- on Twitter? Charles Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> Charles. I think my AKA. handle right now, it's, it's been, oh, I need to change it. It's been that for a year. It's Dijon Stan account. Oh yeah, that was that was top tier though. I'll never forget that day we saw that stand account, and I said to you, I was like, "Hey, yo, what's this?" Yeah, I, I still follow that dude. Yeah, he changed I'm his name I like did, five times. Yeah, because he's private right now. Is he private? Yeah, he's private, it, and his that. name is NN Cool J. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea what that means, but yeah, that's hella funny. That was a niche reference, but yeah, my man Charles is here. We got some, we don't got a lot of topics. We got some topics. I got some, I picked, like handpicked some stuff that I wanted to pick, talk to my boy Charles about because some stuff had happened. Um, but nothing too crazy. It's low key been a boring kind of like couple of weeks, if we've been honest, as far as like media goes. Right. But before before we start, how you been, bro? I know we talked about a little bit how you been, but how yeah. you been? You went to life, the Dijon concert? Life's, yeah, life's been really good. Like this last weekend was pretty good. Uh, on uh, Friday, I had work. I had a full day at work, and I got, I found out I was off earlier than I expected. So that was a good start. Oh, I, was, I got I walked in and I was like, I was like, yo, can I can I work thirty minutes earlier? That way I can leave thirty. I mean, that way I can leave thirty minutes earlier because I got something to do. And my manager was like, nah, that, like nah, that means you gotta. That don't mean you get to leave early. I mean, if you're gonna do that, you gotta <laughs> fulfill your shift. Yeah. And I was like. I was like, how am I going to do that if I got eight hours? And she was like, you don't have an eight-hour shift. What do you mean? You're off at 7. And I was like, I'm off at 7. I thought I was off at 9.30. You told me I had a full shift. He's like, nah, you off at 7. I was like, oh, bet. Let's go. Yeah, say that less. I'm going to work this full shift. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I'll work that 30 minutes for you. No problem. That's okay. <laughs> but um, so that, that was a good start. And then I went to... Uh, I met up with my cousins. Did you meet? I don't know if you met them. I feel like I met some of your cousins, but it's been so long. You met ago. Kiku, and you met. Of course, I met Kiku. Did you meet Josh? I think you met Josh. I think I did meet Josh. Can't remember that name. You did meet Josh. Yeah, so I met up with him, my other cousins, Autumn and Austin, and then we went to go to uh, this place called Shibuya. It's hot pot. Oh. Have you had hot pot? Oh yeah, we got a J pot in Fresno. I went to J pot this weekend. Oh, same, same concept, right? You yeah, it's the exact same concept. You get a thing of soup and, like, you just dump a bunch of shit. Oh, my God. That's such a... See, I want to go to Shibuya because the one J-Pot in Fresno is not traditional. It's like we, we all get, like, our... When you order it, you get your, like... It's like an already pre-made pot versus hot pot is usually put to be more like a Korean, like a broth-style Korean barbecue. Yeah. Or you, you, like, dip... You, like, have a little basket, right? And you, like, dip the noodles in there and cook them. Uh, so this is well. I don't know how everyone does it, but this is how this. Like if you see right here, this is how they did it. So oh, yeah, it looks as fire. you can see, like mine right here. 
actually that's not mine but like this guy's right here is kind of plain right yeah so what they do is they uh you like it's like korean barbecue where you order meat so they're like here we have like seven different kinds of meat yeah, yeah. choose like five of them or whatever so we picked our meats and they're like and then they go to the table and they're like hey what kind of uh what kind of broth do you want we have like seven different kinds we got like yeah, yeah. beef miso pork spicy she's like spicy one is the most popular one so like mm -hmm. my first my other cousin was like all right i'll get spicy my other cousin was like oh i'll get spicy then the friend was like i'll get spicy then i was like shit i guess i'll get spicy <laughs> so i succumbed to succumb to peer succumb that the succumbed? yeah i succumbed that no whatever the, the succumb word is. period <laughs> I did that to peer pressure. Pause. I did, I did the peer pressure thing, and I got um, the spicy. I got spicy too, and it wasn't that bad. But like, Are I feel like nah. It was like a thing where like I feel like the normal broth would have been better because mm -hmm. I could have built upon it and then added spice versus uh, like the spice started taking over everything. Yeah, but and then they have a um, so you, yeah, you pick your broth, and then after that. They pour shit in your like everyone gets a bowl. They pour it into your into your pot, mm. and you um go to the salad bar. And the salad bar got like fifty thousand different things over there. <laughs> so like they had they had a section with like noodles. So they had like rice noodles, ramen noodles, udon noodles. If you go to Hot Pot, don't buy those. I mean, don't get those because they want you to get the noodles and get full. Stick yeah. to veggies and stick to meat. I'm and, still and they have like vegetables. So like yeah, you get a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> but but you get cabbage. Uh, well, it's just like spinach, a Korean barbecue when it's like yeah, they like don't get rice because rice is gonna yeah, fill you, you up rice, fast. It's gonna fill you up. <laughs> get the get the they get the like little fucking roll. Meat. It was good. Meat. Yeah, they had was like, a, like little crabs, a whole shrimp like with the head on. Yeah, it was it was it was pretty whole good. Head on my favorite. I might go to that Shibuya. Kanye made a bar about uh, yeah. Shibuya. I got like so these are when and so the funny thing was the next day I went out to Korean barbecue and they had shrimp there too and so it was these kind of shrimp you know the head on yeah that's my favorite yeah with the head on yeah I don't eat the head I just I just eat the normal part I'm a savage yeah. bro I like to I like to rip the head off suck the head meat toss it and then put that motherfucker back and eat it pause oh uh, yeah I can't do that but I'm yeah so yeah so yeah and then that was Friday and then then you went to Dijon concert and, right how was the Dijon concert yeah yeah, and then and then the next day I went to the Dijon concert. Uh, my cousin Ashton came out from Palm Springs, and because I, I put him onto Dijon, like, bro, I've put everybody onto this man. It's so funny, and it's it, the funny thing is, it started with you. I was you were the first person. I mean, back when it was at at B Dijon. At Dijon. Uh, well, actually, you kind of knew about him. I was like, you listened to him. You put him on on SoundCloud one day. I was like, you listened that to John him? B. Like, yeah. I brought that John B. by Abby yeah. Dijon, and I was like, that shit Hell slaps. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then when but they I split think I up, put you on a little bit more, maybe. You, I, think I was like, yo, that's my favorite band. You need that's my that's my shit. So I was I was but, listening to him casually because you know this the the algorithm that is SoundCloud mm -hmm. like put me on. But you were more like, no, listen to this album. And I was like, yeah, I was like, this album is the shit. So yeah, I put my cousin on, dude, and it, it's the same thing every time. I put my cousin on, and then like I talked to him like two weeks later. I was like, yo, how'd you how'd you like that album? And he was like, bro, it's like the only album I've listened to like the last two weeks. And I was like, let's go. And so I, be, I made him become like a super fan. So he drove down two, three hours from Palm Springs 
And so he he hasn't really hung out in LA. So we went to I was oh, like, wow. so the most like LA thing you can do is get Korean barbecue. Yeah. So we got Korean barbecue. It was his first time. That sh- he liked it a lot. And then we went to the show, and the show was really good. What about the, ten out of ten? Is it the was the one album you recommended him? Is that the one with the double slash, or the one on Apple Music? We, uh, I mean, I recommend all his shit. <laughs> The, but his best there well the Abby Dijon album that's good isn't on Apple Music. It's called uh, the Stay Up EP. Uh-huh. It's on SoundCloud somewhere. Actually, I don't even think it's on SoundCloud. You, I mean, you can find it there, you can but, find like they, it, but it's, it's not, not on there. the official version. Mm-hmm. You can get it on YouTube though, definitely. Hey, I gotta, I gotta find that again. I got the one on Apple Music for Abby Dijon before they broke up. But I haven't listened mm-hmm. to Dijon by himself, which I need to, I need to do. I've been listening to like going back to SoundCloud. Which that's mm-hmm. something I wanted to talk about. I didn't put it on here, but I want to talk about. Is it crazy to think that SoundCloud really dropped the bag? Did they drop the bag? Because I think about it like I feel like there's no other algorithm that was as solid as like SoundCloud was the only place where I could listen to one song and then find like eight other people with like fifty yeah, plays a day. <laughs> yeah. No, nigga. Like <laughs> SoundCloud is like the best thing that has happened to music in the like. It, in like the late 2000s to early 2010s like it's yeah. such an important like thing and like i don't know if they fumbled the bag but i feel like maybe they could have done some other stuff better that like improve like their model or something but yeah soundcloud i don't i mean i don't know for those of like maybe like the younger people like maybe about five years younger than us i'd say they don't understand the concept of like how good SoundCloud is because like they grew up on Spotify, Apple Music, playlist algorithms, and playlist algorithms ain't it? I hate the playlist algorithm because it's really just like people you already know that's associated with it. SoundCloud, SoundCloud will find you a nigga that got fourteen followers, yes. that great music that sound like him, and you like how do y'all know that? Yeah, that that was what boggled my mind because you were because you know you when I first got on SoundCloud. You know, it was really like just trying to get the mixtapes of, of the of the rap artists that don't put it on. You know, they don't have it on Spotify right. or whatever or on. I think at that time it was Apple Music or iTunes. Right. It was like, OK, I'm going to go get these like mixtapes. But like you'll listen to something like, I don't know, like a fucking a Drake mixtape song. And then as you listen to it, you'll like hear some random dude from like from like the outskirts of fucking Georgia who has a fucking bop. And like you go look yeah. at the plays like a thousand plays. You're like this motherfucker kind of slapped like what the fuck yeah and then like you listen to that song and then you listen to the to the rest of his stuff you're like damn he kind of got bops and then like you realize that's like your next favorite artist like out of nowhere exactly like and then it's it's great too because you can like you when you find them that small you feel so attached to them well that's what little, little Nas x i remember he had Nazarati on soundcloud and that was a fucking mm-hmm. slap to me Doja Cat before she did Moo when she was on SoundCloud she was a yeah, bop to me. Yeah, she was on there too. <laughs> so I was, and I and I liked some of her songs. I didn't know that that was who that was. Exactly, and that that's what's crazy to me because I don't know. I just feel like anybody who who like truly made music on SoundCloud was just fucking raw. Like I just don't get it. I don't know what it is, man. Like, I wish, I think it's just like, you know, Apple and Spotify make so much money that they can kind of like overshadow and they have the, like the brand power and the advertising yeah. power, you know. And, and, and I don't know. 
I feel like we need to die. It's like they, one of these brands need to. I want. I don't want them to buy SoundCloud. Jesus, please don't buy SoundCloud. But like, I need them to just dissect the algorithm that SoundCloud uses and figure out how to apply this to these other brands because, like, Apple's on. I'll be Apple Music. I'll be on. I'll be on Apple Music. I'll play an album, and once the album's over, I swear. I feel like it plays the same song. I can kind of guess what song they're about to play. Like if I'm listening to like a Nicki Minaj album. It's like something that's coming next is going to be a Doja Cat or like a Gene Aiko, which Gene Aiko ain't exactly. got music in God knows fucking how long. I'm like, why y'all keep playing me the same few people? Right. And, like, and it's not even a good one either. Yeah, like, it'd be like one of their like offshoot bops. It, it don't even be a bop half the time. Like I'll listen to like it like it'd be like so it, it'd be related only in the sense that it's also popular so like i'll listen to like a baby keem album and then yeah. after baby keem it plays like little baby yeah <laughs> like, why are you going from baby keem to little baby like i mean there's similarities obviously but like well this like when they play like, i'll listen to drake and it goes from drake to kendrick and i'm like i get it they're the same era but they're not the same person they're not the nah, same style like, of music Nah, don't make no sense. Like it, like it, what it used to do, like on SoundCloud, what you would do, like if you listen to Drake, then it takes you to like Party Next Door. Yeah. Then Party Next Door take you to like uh, Roy what was Woods. the name of the other band that that he had? Oh, the, Magic Division. Jordan. Or, or Division or Two. Magic Jordan. It take you to one of them niggas, and then and then that takes you to like a random girl in like Tennessee <laughs> who got a bot who got like <laughs> twenty thousand twenty thousand plays with like two hundred followers. Yeah. And, and like, then, like, you listen to music. her, and she's fire. Yeah, it's weird, man. It's just like a weird. That's like I found so many of my favorite artists on there. Like, I found obviously Abidjan. Found uh, what's that? What's that next name? God damn it! I just had his name in my head, and I just oh, it's floating. Oh, Goldlink! I found Goldlink. Yeah, there. I was the first nigga to like Goldlink. You did put me put on the Goldlink. No, you did put me on yeah. the Goldlink, and you was like, "Bro, listen to this album. Listen to this album." Yeah, but. that was a it was that was a good era of music. I mean, granted, I think I've listened to SoundCloud recently and still got some bops on there, but it's not. I don't think it's the same as it used to be. But it's still you, you can still find some gems in there, low key. Oh yeah, I, I sometimes I go on there and I just press like play. Like I'll play a song and like I'll intentionally play the song just to get a random song afterwards. And uh-huh. like I want to say at least six times out of ten, the song is good. Yeah. It's not very times that you listen to a song and like, oh, I skip this shit. This is horrible. Man, this is this is the best. And you know what's you know what's the like one of the best parts about SoundCloud too? When you find like a remix to a song that is like so different, it makes the song like low key better in a way. Oh yeah, I I understood DJs more of listening to SoundCloud, but mm-hmm. to like segue that into like I guess like a more I guess stay in like a culture driven conversation. I want to talk about this like Mike Sherman thing because I was listening to. So I don't know if you've been on Sound like no not on SoundCloud but like on Apple like podcasts. There was an old podcast that uh, Jeff Staple did called "The Business of Hype," mm-hmm. um, which is a really good podcast. Like if you haven't listened to, it, I will go back. Like even though they're all old ass episodes, like they have like Tremaine Emery, which is the dude who owns Denim Tears, and was like, and like uh, the No Vacancy Inn, and he had like. Is like all these like low key people at the time, and like now they're like blowing up, and it's it's kind of dope to like hear them talk about the story. Like Pyre Moss, the fucking Kirby from Pyre Moss is on there and whatnot. But he talks about he talks to Mike Sherman, which is like um, 
that's the guy who started um Chinatown Market. And um oh, okay. the question I wanted to ask is because he talks about like how he was like cast out of the other fashion brands at the time because they considered him a sellout because of the way he was doing stuff. So I kinda wanted to ask you like first, like how do you what do you feel like how do you feel about streetwear right now? In general, he's asking you like how you feel about streetwear right now. Like uh me, I've I've kind of I I kind of had like a like when I was getting into college, I had like this beginning phase where like where I was getting into it, I was like really like involved, like I was on the streetwear subreddit, and I was like looking at fits fit inspos and and stuff like that. But like the last few years, like I feel like I've kind of grown to establish my own thing. And mm-hmm. and like I've kind of grown to realize I'm a little bit separate from the the streetwear thing. I like elements of it, yeah, yeah. and but and like but I'm I, I'm I'm a person that tries to like I know it kind of sounds try hard, but I try not to be like influenced by the trends and just do my own thing. Yeah, but and so I haven't really actually really been paying attention to like the streetwear stuff. And also the thing about the streetwear like the stuff is like. It's it's becoming such like an inaccessible like market to get into. It's like if you want something, you're gonna have to pay like triple the price it originally was because it's probably gonna sell out to a bot. Yeah. And then like and then if you want to get the piece that looks like the piece, you're gonna look dumb because you're gonna have to get it off a off a sheen and <laughs> like sheen. look like a like a like a, a, a fucking like a buster. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> fucking buster. So I was like I was at the point last summer. I was like, you know what? I I've never had any ones. Let me get me some ones. And I looked into it, and I was like, why are these shoes like seven hundred dollars? Yeah. Why can't I get like? I'd pay two hundred, and I was like, that's still putting a lot into it. But two, like, you know what I mean? Yeah. And then I was like, yeah, this shit ain't worth it. So I was, I heard that you can get good replicas, but the replica process is like you gotta. DM this chick in China <laughs> and then like she says which ones you want and then you gotta pay you gotta send her money via PayPal but like the PayPal one you gotta use is like non-refundable oh, wow. like literally once you send it and you complain to PayPal they can't do anything about it so I was like nah this ain't this ain't it Chief I'll just buy me some vans and just call, call it, it a day, day or something. yeah exactly so what was the original question again? Well, I was just asking. I, just I was just asking, like, how do you feel about streetwear right now? Oh yeah, it's, yeah, it's yeah, it's basically to condense that. It's kind of gotten to a point where it's like becoming too it too hard to like get into it because like the price points are so ridiculous. Like, well, I'm a broke college student. Yeah, it ain't gonna happen for me. And that that's the crazy thing I think about too, because. I mean, I'm a big streetwear fan. I would say, even though I don't own as many like streetwear pieces, but like mm-hmm. I would say like. For me, I guess when I think about streetwear, I think about the more the essence of true streetwear, where it's like finding that brand that either nobody knows about or like this has a small community. And like, mm-hmm. like, like I remember even I, don't, I wouldn't consider it a streetwear brand, but like I remember like when Pink Dolphin first blew up and it was like Little B. Right. It's like it's like people who rock P Dolphin, rock P Dolphin, and people who didn't didn't. Mm-hmm. And I remember like even like early Supreme and stuff like that, like before it was like popping, popping. Um, oh, back when like, back when like. Tyler the Creator was popping. Yeah, exactly. He's like wearing the five panel hat and shit like that. Like 
Oh yeah. I think about like that era and like that that feeling of like finding that brand, really investing in that brand, and like just because you know me and you always talked about how like the having an actual true sense of style instead of like focusing on like wearing the brand and letting that be mm-hmm. like you being fly. And I was just like, I don't know. I feel like it's there. It's still there. I think it's just harder, but it's also like very like me and me and my friend Tia talk about it all the time. Like we feel like everybody's just a different derivative of the same fucking outfit. Right. Like it's, and, and you know what else? Another aspect of it that's really hard. It's, it's more of like a societal thing. It's like, for for guys like there's not a lot we can do yeah we got t-shirts we got long sleeve (laughs) t-shirts pants skinny or just make them more wide that's like really with like men really like where we do our stuff is like shoes i feel like and Mm -hmm. i feel like that's where brands are important but like clothes wise it's it, it that's where like i've kind of grown to to appreciate like the way stuff looks more also, that's the symptom of being broke too. Yeah, <laughs> well, that's that's a hard thing about being in fashion when you're broke. And I'm a, I won't like I won't get too far away from the topic about the shoes too because we need to talk mm-hmm. about that later. But yeah, man, that's the that's the hard part about like being like impoverished and stuff like that. Trying to be into fashion, it's like it almost like you said it's inaccessible because unless you're like making your own clothes and even then that just recently became popping. Like back then, like if you're shop, shopping at Ross and people found out you're at Ross. It was a wrap for you. Like, no, you're not fly. I don't care how the outfit looks. You are fucking right. dusty. You got the Ross yeah, polo. You got that at Ross? Yeah. Ugh. But I was going to say, because um, like I said, the, the whole like idea of like Chinatown market being a sellout because he focused on like selling hella clothes or whatnot. Like, I was going to ask you like, what do you, do you feel like any brands are considered sellouts? Like, what do you feel like? Like basically, like, do you feel like a brand is considered a sellout? Like, what any brands in your come to mind? I mean, I don't, I don't know any like off the top of my head because, like I said, I, I kind of don't really pay attention to the streetwear scene. Well, I, so I'll tell you then who like the internet considers like sellouts. They'll say like Supreme, Thrasher, DC, Hypeland. Is it just because they got like popular Palace. and like let and more people were buying it. Well, I feel yeah. like it's more of a symptom of people seeing a brand so much that they think that they're selling out. But in reality, it's like it just became more popular and well, you're seeing it now. And now you're feeling like you lack that exclusivity that you felt like you were cool about, or whether it was because you had the, the money and the means to get it or whether because you were on it first. It's kind of like when you when you get a when you when you have a favorite artist and you like we were talking about like on SoundCloud like you find them yeah. at like a thousand followers yeah. and then five years later like they they become like super popular and you really, and then you're like mm, I don't know if I like them that much like when really the quality is there you just don't like that it's not your own special thing oh yeah and I I think it's it's definitely that and I think especially because like when I think about like the brand Thrasher the reason why people call them a sellout is because you know it's like once they go from like the local shop to then like Azumi's or like a Tilly's, like mm-hmm. oh they're a sellout, this and that. Like oh I thought it was this and this and that. Like Supreme, they're getting they got mad at Supreme because the price point and also because mm-hmm. of the you know the drops and whatnot, the limited drops because you know Supreme started that. So it's like stuff like that. And I'm like ah, I get it, but it's like I guess I remember. The, so the reason I, I I brought up Mike Chairman is because he in the business of hype he talks about was like the reason we also do this is to make money and it's like it's like almost like a oxymoron like you guys want us to not make money 
but also want us to continue to make clothes. Like, how can you continue to make clothes without making money? Like, how does that work? Right. There's just this is a way that you can go about it. Like, so, well, for instance, well, I'm more like it, I'm not more knowledgeable necessarily, but like I know a little bit more <laughs> about like the sh- the shoe market and yeah, so yeah. how like and how like Nike will intentionally only make X amount of something mm-hmm. that way. It, it it creates a demand for it like you know like the concept of supply and demand if there's less of it there's going to be more of a of a demand for it mm-hmm. but like and then but because it loses it loses its luster to an extent if like you got a bunch of pine greens at foot locker yeah nobody wants to get pine greens if they have foot locker that, yeah. there's a reason that foot lockers i mean that <laughs> nike sends foot locker the team jordans and like you know what i'm saying and that way yeah. and you know that way there's always like that class Division, Shout like, to Team oh, I saw those at Foot Locker two weeks ago, and I know you ain't got it like that. Let me also ask you a quick question. It's a quick tangent. At what at what point did you realize Team George wasn't cool? High school, nigga. Because <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I everybody. Yeah, go, go ahead, ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. No, I, was, go I just feel like everybody goes. Everybody has that. You know, we where, everybody has that 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 stage where you're like, you like Team George, and then you realize like, oh. Team Jordans is like not the wave. I think the only Team Jordans that right. actually were the wave was with the the futures. Oh yeah. Oh, remember? I remember Marcus Godson. He rode those. He rode those to the motherfucking wheels. Mm-hmm. Fell Burgund- off. Man, I'll never forget them burgundy futures. <laughs> Classic. But that's what it's like, man. It's like, and I, I can't blame him for that because I remember when I got my first ones, like. I wrote, I wore, or like my first favorite pair of shoes. Like I wore them yeah. shits everywhere I could, even if they didn't go with the outfit. <laughs> exactly. But like, but like back to that that thing you were saying about if you found out something was at Ross, it's, it's yeah. the same situation. I remember I was in middle school. <laughs> I was in like seventh grade. Yeah. I was in. I don't know why I remember this so clearly. I was in seventh <laughs> grade in algebra. Elementary algebra, and this, <laughs> and one of the one of like the cool kids at my middle school, his name was Elijah. Yeah, and he was like, "Hey man, like your shoes, man. Where'd you get them from?" And I knew my shoes was fire, but I didn't want to say that my mom got them from Marshalls. Yeah, so I was like, "Don't worry about it. I got them at the shoe store." <laughs> and he was like, "Where'd you get your shoes, man?" I was like the shoe store <laughs> and i didn't want to say it because if i said i got him at marshall's apparently the the mindset is oh that's lame yeah they're invalidated at that point they're invalidated so like even like 12 year old me knew that shit i think it's fucked up too because that's such a i remember like coming home my mom buying me stuff from ross coming home like i don't want anything from ross ever again I got roasted. Right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but that's what we have to like segue to like the outlet stores, which is like, I mean, outlets basically the same shit as fucking Ross. Just, oh, it's the Nike Slightly outlet. better stuff. Yeah. Oh, the beak. Yeah. It's like, uh, it's funny. It's crazy how things change. You, if you, if they ask you and you like, I got them out the outlets, they're going to say, oh yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, well, Bullard, yeah, for, for sure. Losing. At Bullard, for sure. You, you can't win for losing. So like, is this was like, man you can i can man it's always also like <laughs> tangent like not tangent but like connected to that do you remember like the the first time you realized where you bought your stuff from mattered because i remember oh yeah 
at Walmart, they had these cool t-shirts called, it was like Skate Rat or Skate Lat, Skate Lab or Skate Rat or yeah. something like that. Yeah. And they made like a whole bunch of different kinds of shirts. And I, like 12 year old or like 10 year old me, love them shits. Yeah. And I remember I was talking to some guys and I was like, yeah, I got this shirt at Walmart. And they said, Walmart? Yeah. And I was like, oh, that's not cool. I'm not going to say those again. So I stopped wearing them for the whole like rest of the year. That's crazy. But those was my favorite shirts. But since they was considered cool. like lame, I, I, I had like 12 of them motherfuckers and I stopped wearing them. Well, I remember like, I remember I went through that with like when my dad, he'll take me somewhere. He'll take me somewhere. And he'd be like, yeah, bring go to JCPenney to get some shirts. I'm like, please, no, please. <laughs> not the JCPenney tees. I, I get roasted every time. Cause you know, JCPenney makes a bunch of tees, but they all, like, JCPenney had this distinct look that you knew was a JCPenney mm-hmm. tee. So you wear to school and it's like, where you get that shirt from? It's like, my dad uh, bought it for me. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, that's always, that's always the, go- the go-to excuse when you don't know where something's from, but you know where it's from. Yeah. Like, oh, I got it as a gift. Oh, okay. <laughs> and, then, and then dad's the con- I've done that. I did that way too many times, man. But yeah, I remember I learned that early. I remember... I remember with Spencer's, when Spencer's was popping, it was like, that was a thing to go to, to, go to Spencer's and get your t-shirts, which Spencer t-shirts and fucking JCPenney t-shirts had like the same fucking quality, but it was just something about, you got it from Spencer's that made it like cool, like, and it's just, I think, yeah, it's, it's crazy, I'm glad that things have changed though, like, I remember for a while I thought it wasn't going to change, cause I remember when Champion was popping and people were like, oh, I'm not going to wear Champion, I remember when Champion was at Walmart. I remember when people were knocking me for wearing feelers, and I'm glad we got over that hump. That's what I was going to say, too. Isn't it funny how, like, stuff cycles? Because when you oh, say yeah. how you how your dad took you to JCPenney, that reminded me how, like, my dad, like, begrudgingly took me shoe shopping because, like, I had school coming up, right? Yeah. And then my, you know, he, he didn't feel like being there. So <laughs> <laughs> that nigga took me to Foot Locker and was like... How about these, son? And he put out some, like, Air Forces. Like, some plain black Air Forces. Oh, wow. And now, those would be cool. But back then, I thought... And I still, I, I myself don't really even like them, so I'm not even going to say... Like, all black my, forces. my taste has changed. But, like, if I... If Air Forces <laughs> were as popular as they are now back then, I would have worn them and kept wearing them. But I remember when I bought them, he made me... He made me get them, and I was like... <laughs> These are so ugly. They're plain. There's nothing cool about them. They're just yeah. black. Like, I guess he was trying to get me into some, like, black Air Force activity. I didn't even know it. <laughs> hey, man, he was already he was already headed a curve. Oh, so before I get off this topic, then, let me just ask you, what, what would you consider makes a brand a sellout? Uh, well, it kind of depends, like. I think when they start making designs that look like everything else, I think that's when you can start calling something a sellout. Like or, when you start following a when, trend? Yeah, like when they start doing like really trendy stuff or like... It, I mean, it's a, it's somewhat... Like, they they gotta make money, but like, there's... A lot of times there's no reason for like a brand to go from a $60 shirt. I mean, that's still expensive, but like from a $60 shirt to like a $95 shirt. Like, yeah, or like a $120 like, like shirt. Now it's really just money, money, like... <laughs> And I know money like fuels everything, but like also you gotta remember like uh, designing clothes is a form of art. And, oh, yeah. You know, and like there's always like there's always been like a part of me that has felt like art is something that shouldn't be like uh, monetized. It's something that like comes you know out of you. But obviously you gotta fuel 
yeah. art to to make other art, you know. But not that's the thing I too. It's like to be accessible, right? To an extent, yeah. So I remember you talked about the shoes. You remember you're talking about like how certain shoes was was popping and certain shoes weren't. I remember we had a discussion mm-hmm. in high school about you know Sacconis and all that shit and how Sacconis are kind of flying. We like I ain't gonna lie, Sacconis <laughs> is kind of flying, but it's like we know we couldn't get away with it. So exactly. This is the thing that I wanted to bring up because you know. I've been seeing all these different collabs. I've seen the collabs with the eight. I remember you were on A6 Heavy. The collab with the A6, collab Man. with the New Balances. Sacconi got some good stuff. You know, Crocs are popping. And I just wanted to talk about, like, how, like, and I don't know if it's because of, I guess it might also be because of, be, might be because of streetwear and the shoe culture that we live in, that the shoes have just become so inaccessible that we have to find other shoes and other silhouettes. But, like, I wanted to get, you, like, your thoughts. Like, how do you feel about, you know, how do you feel about people wearing shoes that aren't Nike and Adidas anymore? Like, and it's like widely accessible. Well, I, I it's it's like a part of me, a part of me still has that like, like that bullshit in my and like in my brain that like tells me like, cause like every time I think about getting a new pair of shoes, I think, what is it gonna go with? Blah 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 blah. Right? Yeah. But like I think about what I have like. So, like, I have a lot of Nike stuff, right? Especially yeah. I have a lot of, like, Nike jerseys because, like, Liverpool uses uh, Nike as their kit supplier. Yeah. So I was like, if I get shoes and I wear those shirts a lot, I should probably get some Nikes because it'll go with those because yeah. cross-branding is a sin. <laughs> and it's and a capital sin. It's a capital sin. So, And it was hard for me because they changed sponsors, like, two years ago. Oh, wow. And they were the they were uh two years ago they were sponsored by New Balance. So I have a New Balance yeah. jersey in there. I was, they, I was had, like, they have a collab with New Balance recently. Yeah, so I was like, New Balance is hard to like cross brand with because like if you wear the shoes, like I'm not gonna wear New Balance shoes with like Nike socks. Like that's gonna make me look stupid. <laughs> so like So it's like it's it was it's like a part of me feels all that, but like at the end of the day I I encourage people to wear like more different brands because like for one if if you buy other brands it forces competitiveness from the main two so like Nike and Adidas to make better shoes because if they're losing money they have to bring people back. Yeah. So they'll make better products. Exactly. And, and you know and you kind of get that out of the other brands too cuz they put their best foot forward all the time and they make their stuff usually accessible. Yeah. So like my so like I know you was asking like what are my favorite like shoes like my favorite silhouette is the uh, it's the nine nine eight New Balance I have some right right here actually let me grab these are old these are dusty as hell but like I just love the way this like silhouette is it's just like a really balanced like is that is that the one they have the salmon toe no these are the salmon actually I think they do have these in the salmon toe but the salmon toes. Asics are are Asics, and they were like I think they make them in a different uh, silhouettes. I think, but they make them in the gel light threes usually. These mm-hmm. are some other gel lights. These are like the gel light Kianos or something. I don't fucking remember, but like it's it's like this kind of silhouette. We're like yeah. just the toes salmon. But yeah, man, I remember when I got to college and I realized you can buy shoes online. Yeah, and I realized like Asic is a great brand. They make a great silhouette. 
New Balance makes great silhouettes. And, like, it's funny how stuff goes in cycles. So, like, New Balance, I don't know, what, what's it called? The 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 dad shoe, the New Balance one? Those ones oh, are the super five, popular. The 569 or something like that? I can't remember what it is. Something like that. Like, years ago, we would have gotten roasted for those. Oh, yeah. But they're... Um, <laughs> They're really popular. I really the like the 552. The five fifties are hard, but they're those are getting priced out too. Because like a few years ago, those those were like accessible, but now yeah. to get them, they're you dropping fives at least. Like, yeah, these not... are so. Oh, these are seven thousand. Why oh, wow. are these seven thousand? And cream, sheesh. Yeah, I mean they are kind of hard. I'm not gonna lie. These yeah. are really good. <laughs> I, I don't know why it reminds me of a Zoid. Do you remember Zoids? Yeah, Zoid was a classic cartoon. Yeah, I, it reminds me of a Zoid. I don't know. But... <laughs> like a Tiger Zoid? But, but I was going to say... Yeah, other silhouettes are good. What are yours? My my favorite non-Nike, non-Adidas silhouette... That's a fucking good question. Let me look at my closet real quick. I should have been prepared. <laughs> I should have been prepared for this, but like... <laughs> I've been a big fan of Vans, you know. I feel like the old school was always fly. The fucking new era was fly. The fucking um, what's the one that's the just the basic one? I can't remember what it's called. The classic silhouette of a van. Oh, um, era? Is it or just something? era? It might just be an era. But whatever, the, like the little, like the the remember the Hispanic kids at school used to wear the white on white ones, and the black on black ones, oh, like oh, like the flat ones too. Yeah, like I like yeah, those I silhouettes exactly a lot. Talking about, I like. I'm also like a traditional shoe person, so I like like penny loafers. Like penny loafers, probably my favorite shoe. That's not a sneaker. Mm-hmm. Like penny loafers is like my favorite in like dad shoes, like those like uh, even boots. I was like. I've been in a combat boots. Like, I, I don't know. I, I guess as I got more into fashion, I started liking, like, the other types of shoe because I just feel like, as much as I love sneakers, I know I can't wear them all the time. And Yeah, they're limiting in a way. Yeah, and they, they only have such, they only have a certain vibe. Like, it's always, like, it's always a casual vibe. Don't get me wrong. There's, like, you know, Stan Smiths and stuff like that that, like, that, like, blur the lines a little bit, but, or, like, a white, a classic white leather shoe blurs the line. But at the end of the day, it's, like, if you don't, if you're wearing, like, a, if I'm wearing some fucking Air Force ones, I can only, I, I can only look casual, even if I dress it up as much as possible. So mm-hmm. I like these other silhouettes, right. and I just wanted to like, I don't know, I, I want to talk about like, what do you think caused that? I know you said like we talked about like the accessibility thing. Do you think is like is there like an overall acceptance of it? Because like I think about Crocs, I know everybody roasted Crocs, and I remember shout out to my boy Eddie. I was gonna say that earlier too. You was one of the first niggas to wear Crocs. Yeah, I was. We used to roast you for them shits, but you didn't care. Yeah, there were Crocs, and shout out to shout out to shout out to two people. Eddie, Eddie, he was rocking Crocs, and also who used to rock Crocs in high school was uh, a Zai Goody. Zai used to rock the fuck out of. She used to wear the pink ones. She did. Yeah, I, I think I remember that. That makes yeah, that sounds right. And like when I saw everybody wearing Crocs, I got so upset because I was just like. This is not the same. Like it's it's still the same, and like I'm glad it did because you see like Salehi, what the fucking Crocs that he made that are fucking fire, and you got Je- you got Staple, he got his own Crocs and whatnot. Like those are all fire. 
But this is one, I guess it's one of those things, like, is it just becoming, like, are shoes becoming more widely acceptable? Is it, like, the generation thing? Like, what I wonder, like, what do you think is the cause of, like, people just being more acceptable about other types of shoes that aren't Nikes? I, I think I think a lot of it is money, because I think a lot of the other brands are cheaper. That's true. But But also, like, the internet helps you, like, see other kinds of shoes so like yeah. like when i started when i started to look up shoes i and like it's just it's just like an easy way to do it too like i went on ebay mm-hmm. and i went and i looked on like sneakers but like i i set like a certain price point so i put like between 50 and like 120 that way it wasn't like it wasn't gonna break my bank too much yeah and that's how i was able to find like uh the asics and like the new balances and stuff like that because they were on the cheaper side yeah and like one of my other favorite silhouettes was uh the reebok lx8500 uh, they're these ones oh those are pretty good yeah and they, they look really good on feet too but and i remember i wore those to school one day and some dude was like what are those i've never seen them I was, he's like those are fire and i was like because i spent some time on ebay looking up some other shoes and i found out they were like 55 dollars, and i was like oh hell yeah yeah well i remember i bought a pair of um work is it workout reeboks workouts mm-hmm. and i remember like those shoes to me were just so fly like i was like the silhouette it's like similar to the fucking silhouette of the power phases and i remember i was just like like i guess it, it's like i guess it is like the internet because like I remember that's when I was like deep in the like the hype beast trench, like hype beast trenches, like looking at the stuff that no one likes, or like just going onto like like pop like you know new sneaker releases and like going through all of it. I remember I found those. It was like a limited edition. Like they did a, like a, a New Orleans like collab with some artists. So it was like a white workout with the you know the at the time this is before they did before Virgil. When they did the, like mm-hmm. the, they did the the tongue that's like unfinished. It's not fucking sewn, so you like still see the foam. And it oh, had yeah, like, yeah. and it had the ice, the ice gel sole. So I remember like the seeing those. And, like in my head, I'm like, I, this this is like one of those points where you realize like you just kind of like just kind of know your own style or you just know what you like. I remember right. so I was like, I don't give a fuck. Nobody say them motherfuckers sweat. <laughs> so I got them, and I remember wearing them, and people were like, damn, what are those? What are those? Like, yeah, it's like a fucking collab. I don't even know the details. That's another fucking fly. <laughs> Right. Or like even like exactly. some like Nike Spiridians. Like I remember Spiridians was like a niche ass Nike shoe that people weren't really on. I remember I got a pair of those and like when people every time people see me with them, they're like, those are fly. Like they like, what the fuck? They got like the little 3M on there. I said, Yeah, man, just I just like what I like and I just go for what I like. Mm-hmm. But I just I think it's cool to see that people are okay with more different kinds of shoes now, you know? Uh yeah. And I just wanted Agreed. to know. Yeah, I just wanted to understand. I, w- I don't know. I don't know if we could have got to the end of the the point of it, but I feel like maybe this is. The, I guess this is a generation thing. I guess this is and the internet. Oh, yeah, it's like accessibility and stuff. Like internet really helped it out. Like because you know what we like. Remember, you know what like not our generation necessarily, but like the generation before us. So like our parents, you know, like like, like five, our cousins, not, not, not them, but like our older cousins. You know, yeah. So I used to have to scroll through the East Bay ca- catalog. Yeah, and like that's all they knew was because like you know they don't have like articles on like or magazines that you know they go through to see what like, what's popping over, <laughs> yeah. you know, like I what I've one of the things I've you know like I was I was watching something about how like it was a soccer thing how like Liverpool fans <laughs> Liverpool fans became 
like the most stylish in the country at a certain point because the team was so good. They would, you know, they traveled across Europe playing teams in France and Germany. And so they go to like Germany and like they'd pick up on like the Adidas tracksuits and then they came back and they started wearing them. Yeah. And then that, and then they become the, came the trendsetters because they like that and then they brought it with them. And so if you think about it like that, we weren't able to do, I mean, like the generation wasn't before us wasn't able to do that because they couldn't see what people in China were wearing. People in Brazil were wearing, they just yeah. wore what they saw in the catalog. They went to Foot Locker. That's all that was there. Wait, and not to like mention, ingrained in the culture. Yeah. And like, not to mention, like if you live in like a city, like we did, like Fresno, you only know what everybody else is wearing. So it's like, if everybody's wearing Nike and you're not wearing Nike, it's like, you're different, which means you're not cool. Yeah. <laughs> it, it it really was like that it's it's really funny how like stupid kids can be oh yeah it it cracks me up but i just thought that was a, a dope thing to change the subject at least a little bit it's, it's kind of just a random thing but i wanted to talk about the dub that we as men got with johnny depp and i just wanted to get your ideas on the on the whole con on the, the whole dub, thing the dub okay <laughs> this is okay i'm gonna i'm gonna say this first it's a, Go ahead. this whole this whole court case situation <laughs> i am not well informed on at all whatsoever and it i think it's a really important way to see how people's perceptions of stuff impacts yours like just like how we were talking about with like fashion yeah so like I remember when I first started seeing this case on like Twitter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People were talking about Johnny Depp uh, deserves this dub, blah, blah, blah. They, you know, Amber Heard's a piece of shit. He got what he does. He's going to get what he's going to deserve, blah, 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 this, blah, blah, blah. She's an abuser, blah, 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 right? Yeah, yeah. And then I was like, yeah, you know what? Fuck Amber Heard. Let's go, Johnny Depp. I hope he wins. Yeah. And then I kept seeing like videos from like the courtrooms and like, like little segments of like what was said and like what's happened. And I'm like, and I started to realize both these people are pieces of shit to each other. Oh yeah. hundred percent. Both these people are, are terrible. Yeah. And so I was like, why am I rooting for some guy to get some money when he's a piece of shit just as much as he, she is. He, I feel like she just was able, he was able to record the stuff cause he was a little bit more smart about it, you know, well, and stuff like that. So I I will say this because to give to give context to the court case and what the case is about, I think people are. I don't think people even understood what the case was actually about. The case of what it was is that Amber Heard wrote an article. Yeah, Amber Heard wrote an article uh, two years ago or something like that, saying that she's like the public figure for domestic abuse and how Johnny Depp was just fucking like welling on her. Like basically, she was getting her ass beat, almost like saying like it was for no reason. Like she just this character. So he was, he was suing for defamation of character because you know this is this wasn't just me. You were also like heavily like this, a lot of this was like both of us being just pieces of shit to each other, like you said. So that was the that was the that was the thing that he was fighting. But people took it beyond and was like, how can someone treat John? You know, people get caught up in the character of what Johnny Depp is, like oh, the yeah, characters. Like- how can you do this to? How can you do this to uh, what's his name, Captain Jack Sparrow? How can you do this to right. all the characters that he, the Mad Hatter? Is like, nah, it's not even about that. This is more about, like, like you said, they're both pieces of shit. This is more about don't act like, don't act like it was just me, and how you were just like, like I said, for me, it was that that whole tag of like 
the public figure uh for domestic violence i was like that's i feel like that's like fucked up and like the sad part about this case cuz as happy as i was that Johnny Depp won the case because this listen to some of the audios and like her shit in the bed that's just so out of pocket like right <laughs> like Thomas it was a, it was a prank and a joke and stuff like that but like the problem for me with this whole case is like i don't i hate that it makes true domestic violence like not as serious cuz now it's like right it makes it trivial in a, in a way and like it had potential too cuz like if it really was like the way the media has spun it like this this could have been a really important case for like how men actually experience domestic violence too cuz that's not talked about a lot like men go At through all. this not just as much as women i'd say but like it's a it's a equally an important issue that needs to be addressed you know yeah yeah but you know we don't need you know we equally need men to not get beat on as much as women don't need yeah, them as much as, as women get street. beat on right and like that's a lot of stuff that gets lost in the nuances like you know he, like people are both toxic to each other mm-hmm. and so like it's just it's just a funny way to like see how it how people talk about it because like it's something it's one of those things that people love to just like bring up out of nowhere and so because like i was talking to i was in the break room with my coworker. And I was like, oh, what are you watching? And he's like, oh, I'm watching this this Johnny Depp trial. And I was like, oh, okay. And I just I just wanted to end it there because I know that usually gets into some other shit. Yeah. And then, like, right after that, he was like, yeah, man. This shit reminded me of what my ex used to do. And I was like, oh, really? He's like, yeah, man. He's like, this sounds so similar. Like, I feel like I'm, I, like, I feel like I'm in there. And I was like, okay, you saying all that shit, but, like, what did you do? Yeah, like I know you. I mean, and if if, if it's, that's the case, if it's just a one way street of her just being crazy on you, like I get that. But like, there's always two sides to everything, and I feel like you know people kind of forget that part. Well, yeah, there's there's always two sides, 100. percent And like I've seen as someone who's I'm not that I've got my ass beat. That's fucking wild. But like like I've been there in rooms or in houses with people who have been like going through domestic violence, and at least from the cases I've seen, I have oh, it's always been both sides, and I think mm-hmm. a lot, like a lot of times, we're always used to like the woman being like the recipient of it. But I, the mm-hmm. the situation I was a part of, uh, the woman would start it, and then it would escalate to the point where, you know, now they're both willing on each other, and it's like obviously a dude hitting a girl. It's like. This is not a good look. So it's like it was like a lo- almost like remember when Jay Z and the whole elevator situation. It's like a lose lose situation. Like right. if he would have beat up fucking Solange, Solange it would have been bad. bad. But like him getting his ass beat in the elevator was also bad. Yeah, now you look like a punk. <laughs> yeah, so it's like one of those situations where it's like like you said, it is both sides, and I, I, that's why that's why it sucks that this case went the way it did because it just like I said, it would have been a it would have been a deeper conversation about. The dynamic of relationship and, under, and like you said understanding that when we look at a case of like a woman getting beat we need to also look deeper into that because there's, there's situations where even though there's a lot more situations or that i like to think there's a lot more situations where a woman's getting her ass beat like unpro- unpronounced there's also <laughs> a lot of situations where i don't know the way you said that was kind of funny. i know <laughs> but, <laughs> there's, there's there's also a lot of situations where you know, it's being provoked or they're like both tit for tat and she's just trying to like, like I remember like growing up, like hearing stories like, yeah, man, my girl got me locked up and then come bail me out. Like, like, oh, shout out to Akon. Like, yeah. <laughs> like shit like that. Like, I don't think those conversations are talked about. And 
I thought this was going to be one of those things, but nah, I don't, I don't think it, it didn't turn out but that you know, way. It's like, you know, it's like the biggest like takeaway like from this for me is like, well, well, one of the other biggest takeaways is like, this is something that should not have been like, we did not need to know about all this, man. This did not need to be on TV, live streamed. Yeah, like I don't that. think like, so this either. This was a matter between a couple, between themselves. They just so happen to be public figures. Well, I guess like, it was I a civil case. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I guess I understand True. that part of it. But fuck. But like they could have kept that like under wraps. Could have like not filmed it and just had it be what it was and like. I guess it'd th- be a news article. Yeah, I'm. I, even though I am kind of glad that it came up though, because like I said, I, even though we might not be having the conversations, I feel like there is conversations being had about this and it, like you said, you say you like you said that guy at work like oh. I'll go to the same situation. I feel the same way. Like there's somebody out there who really, who really like, damn, like, hold on. Like, cause some people, I, I'm not, I'm not gonna lie. I, in the situation that my friend was going through, he felt like he had to just take it. Cause he realized like, ain't nobody gonna give a fuck if I say she beating my ass. Right. They ain't gonna, even gonna believe you like half the time. Yeah. And it's like, even if, if you didn't believe you, it's like, are you really gonna go to court for it? it? Mm-hmm. Like, nah. Yeah. It's, 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 it's hard for us. Like, it's kind of a lose lose situation. Oh but, yeah, you know, it cracks me up though too. Yeah, it. it <laughs> her shit in the bed is wild. Is. No, her shit in the bed is wild. That was wild. Listening to the audio, I felt so bad for Johnny Depp only because it's like he. It's not funny. I, I need healing. Just pray for me. I don't. It's not funny. It was just the aspect of like him talking about like. No matter what happens, my career is is uh, forever tarnished because I'm a victim of of domestic abuse. And I was just like, when he said that Nigga, shit, bro, I could not help but laugh. I was like, bro, relax. It's not even that deep. Yeah, that's like <laughs> a, and you can you can get into a whole thing about like cancel culture and stuff. It's like, yeah, you know, people are always so scared about like cancel culture, but like most of the time, the people I I think the way Cat Williams talked about it was like the best way. Is like in a recent stand up. There's a reason we have boundaries for stuff and there's a reason we don't try to upset people because honestly at the end of the day especially like as a comedian the least amount of people you can offend is like the bit the bigger your audience is and the more fans you can have but yeah. like just like going back to like the root of like of the thing is like it's he they are not going to be canceled like johnny depp won't because he looks he comes out looking cleaner in this whole thing People, there was like four million or something like it was some crazy number of people writing a petition to get Amber Heard removed from Aquaman two. Oh wow! And it's like her career is probably going to be shit. Johnny Depp is always going to have a role. It, oh, it, yeah. Sometimes people got to get canceled, and then they and then they'll wait like two years, and then they do their redemption <laughs> arc tour, and then like you'll see, then he'll he'll he just has to wait out two years to make his bands. He'll make his bands, just maybe not now. Well, and that, that's know. the thing too. I remember listening to Brilliant, not Brilliant, it's um, uh, Breakfast Club. They have Flame and Marone. They had T.S. T. Madison, separate pot, separate episodes. But they both talked about cancel culture, and they both made a good point. They said the problem they have, the problem that they have with cancel culture, is that no one learns anything. And at the end of the day, no one should, you know, because the T.S. Madison was talking about the whole the baby situation where he was getting canceled. She's like, he learns nothing if he gets canceled. And at the same t- at the same time, if you're a minority, why would you want someone like the baby to get canceled anyway? Why would you want to see another black man get canceled? You do. She's like, he should be reprimanded, and everybody should, you know, 
pay for their actions, but to like literally have their whole career ripped up, ripped from them for a, one mistake or a misunderstanding is kind of wild, which makes right. people well, double it, down it, deeper into that mentality. Yeah. Well, I also think it's just dependent on what it is you do, especially like, yeah, I think, and you have to, you have to use context. So like, you know, when people, when people dig up videos, well, exactly, exactly. Context is the biggest like, thing. Oh, who was, okay. So there is this guy. He worked. He was a. He was one of the. You watch those Bon Appetit videos? Oh yeah, classic. Yeah. So this guy named Alex Delaney. He was one of like the. He was in the videos and stuff, right? Uh huh. And so this was right when like Bon Appetit was getting dismantled because they had a really toxic work environment, and that just oh, blew wow. up, right? But basically, they found some video of like Alex had made a cake with like the Confederate flag on it as a joke. Yeah. For like Halloween or something when he was like fourteen. And they were like, you should be removed from the magazine because, like, no, nigga, he was 14. 14 year olds are stupid. Yeah. Like, stuff like that is really stupid. You're not going to learn anything from that because that was 15 years ago and you're like, you're, you were a child. But, like, if you, if you're on, if you're caught on camera, like, at the store and you call somebody, like, the f word and you're like oh, yeah. and you're a grown-ass man or you call someone <laughs> the n-word that's like okay that's really deep rooted and you you need to fix that shit about you you can fix it and i think you should be able to come back into a space where like you're uh you're like back into the the mix of things because yeah. i think that's how we should be as a as a as, as a society at large because like we focus way too much on punishment which is funny because like people are like on the left side of the political spectrum always talk about prison reform and fixing like communities so like instead of you know going to prison you go to a, a rehabilitation center yeah, yeah. but like how are you going to be really rehabilitated if you don't give them like access to things yeah exactly right so canceling in in some ways isn't like like you should be like you said reprimanded but like we we need to be able to help people become better people essentially yeah. and I think the two is like I, I, for me, is like the the problem of the disparity of like, like you said, it's it's like the context. Like, if you're looking up old tweets from like two thousand like five and eight or something like that, and people are using the f word, or like people who aren't black saying the n words. Like back then, it was more acceptable to get away with that. Like we we've been through that personally in high school. Like mm-hmm. people using the n word, and it's like. Ah, you're kind of wild but like right. but it's just like one of the things like what are you gonna do like tell somebody to stop and like you're at that time it's like acceptable to like use that to not use context of that situation and use it now like i think about like those tw- like those lobby those call of duty lobbies back in the days like the shit that people were spewing and that all the people that i know today are getting off to think of those like i don't see those people in that same light as i did back then because they don't use that same thing but to imagine like getting judged right. based on that that like pocket situation is fucked up and I don't think it's fair. And I think it's, it's kind of just ignorant, but it's also like sadistic in a sense. Like we just want to see somebody struggle or you want to, right. Like uh, Jay-Z said, um, uh, the same sword they knight you with, they good knight you with. Ah, uh, that's a good bar. Yeah. So it's like, that's fire. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, they want to, they want to, you know, build you up to this position, but then to be like, Oh, hold on. Now we got to take you out because you wild him. But it's like, I ain't did nothing. <laughs> like, what the fuck are you talking about? And like, also, like sometimes, like it's like, and then certain people, like you can tell they don't want to change, and like they don't oh, make yeah. any active effort. Like, so when I see someone like Boozy, Boozy, Little Boosie, yeah, 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 Little Boosie, 
boosted badass. Him and his like his little tirades he'd be going on about like gay people would be like, bro, like you like forty five years, like you're forty five, bro, like get get the hate out of your heart. Like why get why is little Nas X pressing you so much? Like he ain't even doing nothing but existing, and you want to you want to be stupid about it, and it's like. That wasn't like ten years ago. That's like now, and he's just being like ignorant. So like stuff like that. Like that nigga need to fix his ways. But like yeah. other you know, other things, you know what I mean? Well, my thing is too is if 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 my and this is the way I see it, and this is how I'm, this is why I stand on. If we gave Justin Bieber a fucking chance to reclaim glory, I feel like everybody else should get a fucking chance, bro. Because what did he Justin, do? Remember that's when he was like. He was like pissing in buckets and all that shit, saying you know the song, singing the singing the song on the buses with the N word, with the hard ER, and like right. just just consistent, you know, being a teenager, just consistently wilding in public eye, you know, had the monkey and left the monkey in the airport and all that shit, like you know, just yeah. wilding. But it's like if they let him come back from that, like how can someone not come back from something that happened so long ago? Like what the fuck? Like he got he came back from that while living through that situation. And like I've heard stories about him. He's like a good, you know, they say he's in a truly different place now, but I don't know, it's just crazy. Like how can he get the pass but everybody else is like, nah, nah, we well, can't I think, wait. I think people are applying context to him because you gotta understand like he he was like worldwide famous at like mm-hmm. fourteen. Yeah, like fourteen also, like hundred million. Do you do you not remember those I follow this 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 account on Twitter it's called Ancient Memes. And like half the memes are like niggas hating Justin Bieber with like a passion. Yeah. And do you remember that? Like, why, I remember that. Maybe why did people the most hate disliked a fourteen-year-old? Yeah. Why did pe- people hate a fourteen-year-old child so much? Like, and and you can understand with like how that might create like a bad person. Yeah. So like, well, I think you, I think it's okay with Justin. Remember Jessica Black too. Everybody okay. hated Jessica Black's song for no reason, even though it was trash. You know, Friday, but. Mm-hmm. It was just like I don't know. It was just the era, like. But I also think about those era, those celebrities. Like you think about the Sam Peppers and the fucking Fussy Tubes and the Prank versus I don't know Prank. Any of them? Be- I don't even know any of them. Whoa, people. really? That's like those are like that's like OG classic YouTube. YouTube. That's like OG like Prank versus Prank. Like never heard of them. And like all the people now like are like PewDiePie. crazy as fuck. Oh yeah, PewDiePie, everybody loved PewDiePie was like the most followed guy. I wonder if he's still the most followed guy on YouTube. He has to be. Probably. I remember he had the most subscribers, and I was—I remember to me as a kid, I was just like, "Like, how does he have a billion followers?" And then Gundam Style Wait, came out. I, you went to your closet. You didn't find those shoes. What shoes? <laughs> those those favorites of that favorite silhouette you was talking about. I said, "Oh, you talking about the, you talking about the the one with the ISO?" Yeah, you don't have them. Oh, they're in the trunk. They're in the trunk of the car. I wore them recently. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I, I, that's you know. I'm gonna ask you too, but like a crank tangent. How do you do? You, are you team wear? Or like, are you like team like I wear my kicks? Or are you like, do you, oh, do you feel like people? Yeah. Do you think hell like people? Yeah. Do you feel like you understand when people like don't wear their shoes and like kind of like? I get it. Fossilize them. I get it. I get it. Like people collect a whole bunch of shit. I I understand completely. Comic books, action figures, coins, jerseys, replicas, <laughs> memorabilia. Yeah. I get it. I get it. For me, nigga, if I'm spending uh, over a dollar fifty on something, I'm gonna use it. <laughs> yeah. In some way or another, like I'm gonna wear them shits. <laughs> I've spent hard-earned cash on them. They're gonna get worn. Yeah. And I'm one of them kind of niggas. 
I wear nice outfits to work. Like I wear my street clothes to work and look nice instead of like having like a designated like time work shirt or like a designated like work pants. Like there's some stuff I obviously won't wear to work, but like if I have a nice pair of shoes, I'm gonna wear them and make an outfit at work. I'm gonna look nice at work. Well, I, was, you know? I don't have that luxury because I work where I work at is dirty. So right, and I, and, and I, everywhere is different, but like you know. My job lets us wear our own clothes, and like, as long as we wear a collared shirt, we're fine. So, like, I'll bust out the polo and I'll, I'll these bust out off. some, you know, I'm gonna get these fits off. Might as well. <laughs> that's you, you that, look good, you feel good. That's something as I get older, I get I get more into or just motherfucker, just get dressed. Like, I, I don't get me wrong, like, I just I'm a pretty casual person all the time, but like, sometimes I'm like, this motherfucker, like, just get dressed. Like, where and then people are like. It's kind of weird, like the culture we live in now, where it's like my my grandma's generation is like you just got ready, period. Like every day you got dressed as fucking fly as possible, and that was just that was just you. Like this is just the style, this is your character, who you are. But nowadays, like if you wear something, like if you say you dress up, you we went through that Fresno. If you dressed up, damn nigga, where you going? Right um, to the fucking Seven Eleven. I don't know. <laughs> I'm going to the store. Like I'm gonna go hang out with my friend later. Like. You know, like I, I don't know like it's just i'm one of those people like you look good you feel good oh 100 i dress how i feel that's why i sometimes dress that's why i've been just like a dad lately that's like a dad <laughs> i love the dad swag that's why he's my favorite but it was i was dad swag before like like i'm not like cartoon dad swag like wearing dad shoes it's more like brown you know some brown leather shoes and a fucking mm-hmm. some slacks with a polo or some shit like that like i'm not gonna wear like the dad shoe and like an over, like overly boxy shirt, like I don't know. My dad don't dress like that. I mean, and if he did, he dressed with some baggy ass five hundred ones on top of the shoe, flooding right. them fucking shoes up. <laughs> Wearing some Yeezys and some and some five hundred ones, some some forty four thirty two five hundred ones. Yeah, yeah, like perfectly tailored and shit. Like they just cropped right before the shoe. Like I'm wearing dad shoes. Nah, oh, getting real. But did you uh, want to? Is there anything else you want to talk to? Talk about, I feel like we've been doing this for a minute. I feel like we've been over an hour. It's been an hour? It's been an hour, 16 minutes. No way, that's cap. At first, it's been an hour, 16 minutes. Oh, you know what, that just, I just this is a really random thing I wanted to say. Okay. Are you a person that, like, you know what I do with slang? So, like, cap especially. When the, when the, when people first start using it, I'm yeah. like, nigga, you were not saying cap two months ago. You never yeah. said cap. And so when people start saying it around me, I'm like, this shit's stupid. I ain't going to say it, right? Yeah, and then like a few months go by, I'm right. But like a few months go by, and then I'm like, y'all sound stupid. And so I'll start saying it ironically. <laughs> so I'll be like, oh, no cap, bro. No cap. But I, I'm just saying it sounds stupid. But then eventually it gets into my brain <laughs> and then it festers <laughs> and then it festers. And then like a week later, I'm saying no cap at the end of every sentence, and I can't help myself. <laughs> I know I go. Th- Are so, you one of those kind of people? I've been through that. I don't say it happens to me all the time, but like, so Richard kept saying sick, and like, it was only Richard saying it, but he would say it like all the time, like bro, I'm sick, bro, I'm sick, bro, I'm sick, 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 I'm sick. I'm sick. So it, after talking to him for like you know three months, six months, a year, you get to the point like Brian, I'm fucking sick. But, <laughs> and like we will say it to each other and whatnot, but I feel like I also coats with a lot. 
So I don't say I'm sick to like. Oh man, I hate that shit so much. Well, I like do I only, it way I only say that much. like yeah, like if I'm talking to my cousin, the lingo is like I don't have to think about it. the lingo is just different. Like I'm using different slang. I'm using different that. But I'm talking to Richard's like I'm using this slang. Or I might talk to somebody like someone might say cap more. And like I hate that I do it too, but it's just a natural thing. Like that's just like around my cousin, I'm gonna say P. I like saying the word P, but I'm not gonna say P around Richard. Cause, bro, it's it's so hard. It's like especially black people. I think we have to do this the most over anybody. Oh yeah. Like, 100%. I remember, I remember, uh, my mom was calling me, but I wasn't picking up because I was at work. Yeah, yeah. And so she called the store and said, "Oh, can I speak with Charles?" Right. So when I'm at work and I talk to customers, I try to be too nice. So I answered the phone. And I was like, "Hello, this is Charles. How can I help you?" And she's like. My son Charles and I was like, yeah. was like, you sound, you sound so different. You sound, you sound soft. <laughs> and I and I do, and I know I do. Yeah. But yeah. Like, I, and then yesterday I went to, and I mean, so like on Friday when I went to hang out with like my cousins. Yeah. Like, like the black came out more, but not only the black came out, like the family lingo we use came out more. Oh, so yeah, like the things we say, so like. So like one of the things uh like my cousins do a lot, they just make up random songs a lot. They just sing shit. And so like so like like I was talking about we was at the Shibuya and like one of the <laughs> niggas would be like, dipping my mushrooms in the soup. Yeah. Like and I start doing that shit more too. So yeah. I hate I hate that I do it, but it's it's necessary and it's kinda it's kinda fun in a way. I don't I don't hate that I do it. I just I think I just more understand it than anything, especially as I get older, 'cause like Mm-hmm. You know, I don't. I'm not blessed to be in a situation yet where I can be myself 24 seven and continue to have monetary gains. <laughs> so, it's like, <laughs> so it's like, so like, if I go to if I go to work dropping in bombs and doing some of the goofy shit that I do, it can and it has, especially working at State Mart, it has rubbed people the wrong way. Oh, they're back there right, wild and right. they're back there saying, you know, we'll be back there laughing the whole time. Even something simple as laughing. We're back there laughing all the time. They're back there laughing. There's no way they're working. But it's like, huh? Like, what are you talking about? Like, I can't enjoy my job. Like, it was That's how like, we, we work. Yeah, exactly. Mean? So it's like stuff like that where it's like you kind of do have to like turn it on and off. Like, like I remember one time me and my friends, it was Super Bowl, Super Bowl. We all went to, we went to. It, such a, it was such a great day. We all went. To, we all went to brunch. So we all dressed up hella fancy. Went to brunch at some bougie ass restaurant. Ate brunch. Got faded off mimosas. And we're like, man, we can't end here. We gotta go somewhere else. So we all we go drop off our friend at Save Mart. She was a manager at Save Mart, and we go to Starbucks. So we're sitting at Starbucks trying to figure out our next move. Like, let's let's get some coffee. This and that, whatever. And as we're all sitting there, we're like chatting it up, chatting it up. The fucking. This fucking guy, I guess some guy was looking through the window. I can't window. I can't remember his name. He like sees me, whatever, and I'm like giggling. I'm talking to them, whatever, whatever. Conversation, conversation. He walks up to me. He goes, "WZ got the fucking got the fucking woozy sweater on. WZ, WZ." I'm just like, like I had my shades on. I feel like I felt so bad, like because I did. I was I was half faded, but I did such a dickhead mood. I had my shades on. I just put the shades down. I was like, bro, I don't know you. <laughs> he goes oh no the energy's not the same like I saw you in the window and like you were hella like hella energy like hella and I just wanted to come like come over here and like really meet you and this and that whatever I was like 
I said, bro, but like, it's like, yeah, it's like, bro, but I don't know you. Like, like it's different. Like, I'm, 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 yeah, I'm gonna have a lot of energy because I'm talking to my friends, but like, you came out of nowhere and then said, like, I've been watching you from the window. Like, you not hear yourself? Yeah, like, like, bro, you kind of like ruined it. Mommy's like, oh, like, oh, I just wanted to, just, like, you know, I saw so much energy. I just wanted to, like, you know, get, get some of that. I'm like, sound like a leech, bro. <laughs> like, like, like what the fuck like like I, I remember i felt so bad that, like i remember i reflected on it later i was like damn i shouldn't have did that but i was like like i don't know like how would i handle that better like if a guy randomly comes up to me like wants me to be as casual and fun as with my friends with him like bro i don't even know you like nah, man, that don't that don't fly it's just like when we get to get like me you malik and all of us get together like there's like a different energy that you get oh, definitely then, like, if you just hang out with some random person that you met at the club or something like that, like, it's not the same right. thing. Like, we, I don't know you. I don't know the, the innuendo jokes. Like, we we can't do the fucking honestly. Like, the motherfuckers. Honestly, man. If you do that to somebody randomly, they don't get the fucking joke. But if you know Malik, you know that what that fucking means. Like, right. I was like, that's some honesty. It's so, <laughs> it's so funny how that shit, like, rubs off on people. Because, like, dude, I'll never, I was thinking about this the other day, which is so funny. So, like, you remember yeah. Renee, right? Yes. So he used to say this thing like when like anything was like inconveniencing, he'd be like, "Oh my god, dude!" And so <laughs> I would I've I've been saying that it it got into me, and I started saying that shit in like <laughs> middle school. So I used to be like, "Oh my god, dude!" And then my mom, and then my mom got it too, and she still says it to this day. So like for instance, she would tell me to like. Tell me to like change the channel and like the show's off or something. She's like, "Oh my god, dude, it's off." <laughs> like, I'll be like, "How does how do you still do that? Like, how does my friend get it to me and then I give it to you and you yeah. have and like and it's you have your own like my momness into it. You put like some of your personality into it. Yeah, I think that's where the that's beautiful so- part comes about it. Like when you put your when you kind of like make it your own thing. Mm-hmm. Like I remember. I started Richard saying, um, so I was like, you know, people were saying brick and people were like, you know, chubby and all that stuff. Like, I was like, I wanted, I wanted my own word. So I remember we were doing, we were learning how to do salsa and we we're learning how to bachata in sack. And I was like, mm-hmm. bro, I'm going to say feared me, bro. Cause it means like firm in Spanish. I was like, <laughs> I was like, so we would be like, that bitch got me feared me, bro. I remember for a minute, it wasn't hit. for a minute. I kept saying it and he, like, it wasn't like hidden. He didn't really want to accept it. And then one day he's like, I ain't gonna lie, that girl had, that girl walked out and I was fucking feared me. I said, yeah, yeah, <laughs> finally comes around. <laughs> like, I remember Malik with the cat, bro, y'all catting off. And I remember at first, I was like, bro, that sounds fucking what stupid. What is that? Oh my God, I haven't <laughs> thought about that in a minute. And then I remember for a minute, I remember I got my cousin saying, he's like, he's like, damn, bro, you was catting. I said, what you say to me? He said, bro, you was catting. <laughs> remember you used to say that? I was like. I ain't heard that shit. You, God, no long. That nigga like, was a that nigga was a a, a lingo generator. Yeah. Oh, 100 percent. Malik was 100 percent. Bro, himself. anytime I see anything, anytime something like falls and doesn't break, I'd be like, "Damn, that shit a Nokia." Yeah. Like, <laughs> some people understand it because some people know that Nokias don't break. Yeah, yeah. But some people are like, "What do you mean?" I was like, "You don't even know." Or like, bro, I was I I'll never forget I was at work one time. And um, this girl said, like, she made, like, a, 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 like, quick little joke. But, like, I was like, damn, that's kind of a dud. And she's like, what's that? I was like, oh, it's, I was like, oh, it's like some stuff my friends say, but it's like a 
kind of like a, a lame joke. It's like not a bad joke, but like like that didn't hit. It's, it's lame. It doesn't work. Yeah, I said it didn't that. hit. So, <laughs> but like, and I don't know, man. This is it's just funny how like language like evolves and stuff. Well, and I remember too. Like I think about this too when I because I've I've dated you know I've dated mostly black chicks. That, that shit is funny. <laughs> yeah, no, right. I usually date like black chicks, mm-hmm. but the few times that I've dated like outside of black chicks. I never realized like how much like a how much black people just understand each other's lingo. That like when you date someone who's not black and you say something, they're like, I don't mean I don't understand what you're saying. Like sometimes yep. you say some words I don't understand what you're saying. I'm like, like it kind of like ruins the moment we gotta like oh, explain you know, you know, it. Oh man, I remember I remember when Jenny like first came over my like one of the first few times she came over to my house, right? Yeah, and my mom. My mom said, uh, cut the light off. And she was like, cut? What did she mean by cut? I was like, oh, she, it means like turn it off. Yeah. It means, it means turn it off. Yeah. She's like, oh, okay. But like, it's just, it's just so funny. Like, like those kind of, those kind of interactions. Those are actually, those are the best though, because it, it lets you see into different, like how like unique like your own upbringing actually is because like you grow up with some things like other people would never grow up with. It's just literally you get it from your parents or whoever you're around. Or even something like Saran wrap, like telling someone like, yeah, how many Saran wrap is like Saran wrap. Yeah, bro. How many Saran wrap? You mean the plastic wrap? Or what did y'all oh call God. it? Oh, plastic. Yeah, I called okay. it Saran wrap. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, but they're like plastic wrap. See? And I'm like, I thought it was a Saran wrap. Like Saran wrap's a brand. I'm like, it's just what we call all of it. And you want to know the funny thing is, even on top of that, I didn't even grow up with Saran wrap. I didn't, I didn't know about plastic wrap until I met Jenny, and I was like, "Mom, <laughs> that shit is amazing. We got to start using it." I grew up on aluminum foil. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I grew up on aluminum foil, so like, if you needed to wrap something up, you use foil. The Reynolds wrap. So like, right? even even hearing Saran wrap for the first time, I was like, "What is that?" It's like, oh, it's like plastic wrap. And then I was like, What's, what, what do you use that for? Yeah. So there's like another layer of like, oh, I really don't know what this is. A whole shit different is. culture. No, yeah, 100%. That's what got them do, but. It's, it's so weird how you grew up with like specific things too. Because like, I remember like, I remember like, you ever like go to like, like you ever talk to like one of your friends and you'd be like, like going back to like the fashion thing too. It's like, where'd you get that from? I was like, oh, I thrifted it. And like, some people don't grow up going to thrift stores. Some people grow up thinking thrift stores are where poor people go to. Mm-hmm. But like, it's so funny how that's changed. So like, now the public perception shout of thrift stores is like, that's where. You, yeah, shout out Macklemore, man. <laughs> he took he took Kendrick's Grammy, but like, yeah, R.I.P. his career because it went out it went down after that. But well, he, you know why his career died? Was a nice dude. He fucking apologized after like a dickhead. Yeah, like man, like just, just own it. <laughs> just own that just shit. Own it. Just like accept your white privilege and be like, yeah, nigga, tough break, nigga. You win some, you lose some. Yeah, after he after he like ah oh, apologized, it was like man, shut your overly conscious head ass out of here. That's it's so funny because it was the it was low key the right thing to do, but it was the worst thing that he could have done for his career. Oh, he's a nice dude. Like niggas, people don't know this really, but like. If you look at like some of the old TDE YouTube videos, he's in there. Mac, I mean, he was hanging out with them niggas. Like I was, oh, I, I remember I was watching like 
the Mac Miller interview, like a Mac, he was like a, remember he, Mac Miller had a TV show? Mm-hmm. Like the most of TV show? Yeah. Absol, Schoolboy Cube, Macklemore, at Mac Miller's house hanging out. Like, why is Macklemore there? It's because that nigga was actually cool. Yeah. And niggas know that. But, we like, don't... he just took the L for everybody, man. He died for our sins. <laughs> for real. I wonder where he's at right now. I wonder if they still hang out with him. I don't know. I don't even know if he's getting money like that. He he probably he probably not getting money. Became a preacher or something. I know him. He probably turned, he probably became a preacher. For real, he got he got one. He probably preached on his Instagram every day. You know, it's funny too. Like when you talk about TDE, like OG TDE, I think about um a Bible a Bible verse every day. Did he? I didn't know that. No, I'm, I was only kidding. I was like, but he's the oh. kind of nigga that would do that. Yeah. Put on a story every day. It's a story Bible verse. Yuck. But I remember I was thinking about TDE the other day because when I was a fan of TDE, my favorite was Abso. And I was like, it's crazy to think that Kendrick Lamar is where he is because I remember back then, motherfuckers thought Abso was that guy. Like Everybody thought Abso was going to be oh, yeah. what Kendrick is. And I remember, I remember when Abso like, kind of like dissipated. And, like, even, like, J-Rock was supposed to be, like, the second guy up. And it was, like, it ended up turning, like... I mean, J-Rock, it went back and forth between J-Rock and fucking Schoolboy Q. J-Rock was supposed to be the first one up. Yeah. Because he was the first one that got signed. He got signed to, like, Warner Brothers. And then people were, like, damn. Like, I remember Kendrick said, like, oh, when J-Rock got signed, we was, like, oh, we ended. That means we can all get in there. Because he... I remember J-Rock had a song Mm -hmm. with, like, Lil Wayne. Like, like when it was peak Lil Wayne. And so people thought, like, they thought they was in the door. And, like, you know, back then people were like, you know, Absolute Loki got the most bars in TD. Yeah. And, like, but I don't know, man. They just fumbled. Speaking of fumbling the bag, <laughs> TD fumbled the bag, man. Yeah, they, they all did not. Get, I mean, Schoolboy Q does pretty good. He He is, and he did, but, like. They just didn't capitalize. Like SZA hasn't dropped an album in five years. I think mean, I mean, SZA I think was that's like a... on pace. Yeah, SZA should have been like what Doja Cat is. SZA should have been what Summer Walker was too. Yeah, but like a bigger, ver- uh, even bigger version. Oh yeah, you know what I mean. But but I don't man. I think they it's because they're all they artists. I think it's because they all have that artist brain. I think that artist brain just holds them. Like Kendrick's the only person who can consistently make albums five years apart, and people are gonna hella buy those albums but like if you don't hear from schoolboy q you're like you know man of the year can only go so far collard greens can only go so far you know what though those songs should have did better i don't know what it was i think loki a part of me thinks they were like before their time oh yeah oh yeah yeah like i like i feel like if collard greens came out now (laughs) and you could even see it like it had that tiktok trend for a little bit yeah it it would be that song sounds like it could come out today and be like one of the biggest rap songs, but it just 2013 or 2014. It wasn't niggas wasn't ready for it. Well, even like num num juice, like num num juice slaps. Like, like listen to that song. My like, damn, you get like to see like the progression of him. And it's like for him not to get as much love as some of these other people get. But I think that's also just the culture that we live in. Let me turn this light on. That's just the culture that we live in because I think, damn, that shit bright. Hold on. Fucking blinded myself. I think that's just more more or less the culture that we live in because I don't know. It's just a lot of I mean, recipes go link because he killed his career when I talk about Mac Miller. Like oh, even man. like even before that, like I feel like Go Link wasn't getting the love that he deserved. 
Oh yeah, he's definitely one of them niggas. Like, a minute before his time. Amene was my. I was personally a big fan of Amene, and like, I don't know. People just wasn't like. I listened to it like all his for his albums, and they're all really really fucking good. Like actually like artistic level art albums, and for them like to get the love that they get, like even like someone like Saba. Like Saba is fucking dope as fuck. And like I don't know. It's just as Saba deserves more credit. It's just one of the things that like, it's kind of weird that I mean, granted they're still getting money. Like even like I mean, well I was, I was gonna say Russ, but. We all know what happened to Russ. I, I think niggas just thought he was corny. His music was never bad, really. I think niggas just... I just think he's corny because like, he's always talking oh, about he's, making he's money. Lame. I think that's crazy, but this is how it goes. Um, but yo, we- yo, really quick back to the, like, the Dijon conversation we was having. Yeah. So remember I told you I put my cousin on to him, and he, like, he listened to his shit for like a month straight. He became like his favorite artist like for a little bit. Yeah. I was talking to my cousin Austin and and his friend, uh, shout out to Lou. Uh, he was like, we, me and me and uh, Ashton were talking about Tijon like a lot, and he was like, "Yo, are y'all about to put us on or what?" Like, what's this <laughs> deal? And I was like, I was like, "Oh, say less. Listen to his album, blah blah blah. It's so good." And listen to his R and B stuff from like Abby Dijon, right? And then I didn't talk to them for like a month. And then, like, I was like, hey, I got into, like, a party with him, like, an Xbox party, like, a month later. And I was like, yo, did you like the music or what? He's like, bro, same thing. It's probably the album I've listened to the most this last month. And so that was, like, a few months ago. He's like, yo, you guys are – I was like, yeah, we're going to go to the show. You should go. He's like, all right, but the tickets got expensive. So uh, he texted me. He got my Instagram from my cousin, like, the day before the show, mm-hmm. he's like, "You guys still gonna go?" I was like, "Yeah, we're gonna go." He said, "All right, bet. Let me know." So he he was on his way, and he was late for the show. He said, "I'm gonna try to get a ticket. I'll be in there." So he tried to get a ticket, but they wouldn't no. sell him one. So he snuck in the venue. Oh shit! <laughs> yeah, he snuck in, and he because <laughs> where the artists pulling, there was a the gate was open, and the security guard was looking the other way. So he ran down the ramp. And he was hiding behind cars trying to get to the door. That's fucking and wild. Sec- bro, so, and some security guard found him. He's like, uh, what are you doing down here? He was like, oh, I had to take a phone call. I had to step away. I was I was, I was, was looking for the bathroom, but I stepped over here. He's like, oh, bathroom's over here. So he got into the venue for free. <laughs> That's fucking wild. And uh, I met up with him, and so this is a nigga I've been knowing on Xbox for like over a year, and I just met him just because of Dijon. That's fucking enough. lit. That's fucking lit. That's a yeah, sub. Isn't that crazy? Like, so like everybody I put him onto, he becomes their favorite artist for at least like a month. Well, he's like a really, he's really good. I just, I just need more people to listen to Dijon so he can make more music. Like, I think the sad, I think the sad is, I remember when it seems like. To us, it was such a major thing, but I remember when Abby, Abby Dijon were breaking up. I feel like for us, it was just so sad. It was just so sad, but like the whole man. world just didn't give a fuck. I was just like, I remember being so depressed, like, damn, man, like, how they gonna do this to us, bro? I thought they was gonna, I thought this was gonna be my 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 group for the rest of my life. Nah. Yeah, that's that's the that's the that's the negative side of SoundCloud. It's like you find that favorite artist, and they they just stop posting. <laughs> nigga with 200 followers just stops posting and like your date you're like the rest of your life is ruined it's really True. like that that's me right now like I be I be thinking about some of the people who hit me up from Twitch like 
I be feeling so bad that I don't stream no more, but it's like at the same time, like, bro, that shit's intense. <laughs> yeah, the same thing. Like, you, oh, you found your favorite streamer. He got how many followers do you have on Twitch? At that point, I had like four hundred. 400 followers. Like he only got 400 followers. He actually responds to his chat. Like, <laughs> it's dope. And then like you realize like, oh shit, I forgot I ordered this. This is crazy. Oh shit, I we got ordered, package. Uh, yeah, I got a package. I was, my mom brought it in here. I thought she just wanted me to open it for her. I it was, like, unboxing live. For her. I bought the, uh, yeah, weirdly enough, I ordered, I was in class and Kendrick dropped a CD <laughs> CD bundle case. Oh shit! And it's for the album. Oh shit! So it's got the it's got a T-shirt in it. It's the 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 merch is kind of lame because the shirt just says Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers. Yeah, literally that's it. Yeah, but like <laughs> it's cool. It's a box set. I was uh thinking about I was gonna keep it, but I'm debating on giving it to Jenny. That would kind of fly. Speaking of that, I think I still got your. Hold on. Did I ever give you your? I hold on. My vinyl, huh? <laughs> No, because I don't think you've come down since then. Yeah, I haven't. I haven't come down. I'm like, I was I thinking about you the to thing. mail it. That's just gonna cost too much money. No, nah, I'm gonna bring it down it. next time you come down. Yeah, I was like, I was thinking, I was like, I haven't given you a fucking album yet. The fucking vinyl. That's what I thought of when I saw that. It'd be fucking dope. I know Jenny said she really loved the album from what I've seen. I didn't talk to her, but yes, like this. You know, we're we're those kind of people that like we get a new album from one of our favorite artists and it takes over like our lives for like the next, like at least three months. I haven't, this is, pro I still listen to this like on a daily basis. I'm going to be real. You know what album I've listened to recently? A lot. Ben Staples album. Oh yeah. That's, that's still a really good album. That's like my consistent everyday slap. <laughs> and it's like, it's a, it's good. Yeah. I was surprised. I, I mean, I'm not surprised. I actually like Ben Staples. Like since, like back when he was doing like when Big Fish went popping, but I don't know he he like kind of always dwindled to be my favorite artist. But like this album, I'm like something about it. Just I'm not even like from the Long Beach like that, but I just feel like I'm from the LBC now. I'm just like make you feel like you're from from Long Beach, huh? It's, it's really saying, like that. I'm just like man, I'm I'm from the weather where you know where it never rained. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like his interviews. His interviews always kill me. Well, and Tyler the Creator's album last year. That shit took over the whole fucking year for me. I didn't listen to nothing else. I still, I, I listened to it for the first time like a few months ago. Like sometimes it takes me a long time to get into, into, into music. Like, I love Tyler. There was some album I just barely listened to. Mm -hmm. Oh, I'm trying to think of it, and I was like, "Damn, this shit's actually really good." Damn, this is gonna bug this shit out of me. Well, we've been God going for an hour and forty-one minutes, and I gotta go make my fucking rice for my food, and I gotta oh, yeah, call some people back. Yeah, my mom just pulled up. I got she got groceries in the car, so this is a great time. <laughs> well, guys, but, it was yeah. a good podcast. Hope you guys enjoyed it. This again was an episode of the Special Friends podcast with my man Charles. Do you want to give out your socials? You popping right? You uh, want your socials? If you want to, you can follow me at on Twitter. I guess you yeah, don't have to. I'm not. I'm not telling you that you have to. It's it's an option. Yeah, let's. This is it. It's going to look it backwards. Just look up Dijon Santa account. If you follow him, just look at me up. I'm on there somewhere, probably liking one of his tweets on Instagram too. I'm private, but you know, I'll, I'll accept the follow. I don't give a shit. Yeah, and what? And I what is that? I just don't like the bots looking at my stories. It feels really weird. 
No, it, it definitely is weird. We see like a random, you go to the bottom, and it's like, what the fuck is this? And then it's just some sex bot account <laughs> yeah. trying to get you to send them money. Yeah, but I want to get to the point where I start talking about, I want to continue the conversation on Twitter. So I know not, not a lot of people watch this right now, but as it continue, as this podcast continues to grow, I want to, you know, continue the, the conversations on Twitter. So if there's anything you guys want to talk to us about, again, Charles is C-H-A-R-L-Z underscore Johnson on Twitter. Yes, sir. And I'm Woozy underscore Loke Jr. on Twitter. So just add us and we can have, continue some conversations. And I want to just, you know, I'm not looking for the, I don't know where the podcast is going to go, but I just want to have some conversation, man. If you, something that we talked about, something we missed, something you want us to talk about next time, just hit us up, man. Yeah, man. I just want to say thanks for having me. Appreciate oh, it, and just thanks for like you know being a good friend, like just always being there and like always being available and like still reaching out and stuff. It's always love, you know. Yeah. It's always good to have people like that in your life. Now you finna melt me, bro. I didn't think you was gonna hit me with that. I thought it was gonna be casual. I- I'm sorry. It just, it just came out. <laughs> but I think that I think that's a good point to end on. You know, ending on love and like being 100%. good people. I love you, Charles. Appreciate you, man. Yeah, man. I love you too, man. Appreciate having me. Love y'all yeah, too. I, I don't know y'all, but I love y'all too. <laughs> I love y'all too. <laughs>